Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Tips. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football, joined by Andrew Pollard from What Culture Football to give you all the advice that you may need ahead of the fantasy football and the real football season starting all over again this coming weekend. Don't forget, if you're a fan of this sort of thing or you want to listen while you're out and about, uh, you can do so by subscribing to What Culture Football wherever you get your podcast from. As I said, though, joined by Andrew Pollard to talk all things fantasy football and as if to personify this conversation of who we should pick ahead of game week one you were just telling me you had the majority of your squad picked we're not gonna have to go from one to 11 but in the time it's taken us to set up this skype call you've changed someone (laughs) yeah 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 my my nailed on first choice goalkeeper is now not even in my squad just because of yeah problems it's I think anybody that's, well, everybody that is watching this will have had that same thing of whenever you play fantasy football, there's always that like, yeah, I'm nailed on. I've got this 11. Mm-hmm. I've got this really good squad. I'm I'm going hard on this guy. And then it can all just like change in the blink of an eye where it's like, yeah, you, something goes off in your head where it's like, yeah, but they're playing if this happens but so and i can bring this yeah it's um it's so many ifs and buts which is that's all part of the fun yes there's, there's a reason why we're not going to sit here and do our one to eleven of our sides purely because it's sod's law that by the time this video goes out and then by the time saturday rolls around they'll have all completely changed and if you're as part of the uh, what culture football fans league which you can join the link should be in the description to this video. If not, just pester us on social media and we'll tweet it out or something. Um, they'll look at us and go, you didn't say all for those players. So we'll just give a sort of roundabout um, advice as much as we possibly can, uh, considering my shocking record last season in fantasy football. <laughs> Actually, I didn't do too bad. I came second in our office league. And I, I, I had the lad who was in first suddenly panicking because he had like 100, 150 point leads once we went into lockdown. And then he came out and just went, oh, I'm not bothered. I'm really checked my squad. And then... Had a miracle happen on the final day, just maybe, but no, it didn't happen. Mikel Antonio certainly helped me run him close, though. Uh, anyway, let's talk this forthcoming 2020-2021 season in the Premier League uh, and start off with the headline, who do you need to have in your fantasy squad this year, Andrew Pollard? Ethan Ampadu. No, I, I, well, actually, to be fair, um, I, I, I do have Ethan Ampadu in my squad. I do think he's a snip for 4.5 million but yeah i think if you're talking the essential essentials to me now that he's classified as a midfielder this season it is pierre emmerich Aubameyang. i think that 
You have to. You have to. The, the guy, the what, 71 goals in 100 games, 110 games for Arsenal since joining them. Um, and he, he plays, He's uh, he's been playing a lot last season on the left, coming inside. I guess some good lazily, easily call it the Thierry on re-roll. Um, but that's what he's been doing. And for him to now be classified as a midfielder, and obviously midfielders get more points as strikers for scoring goals, and it's... It just seems like a, an absolute no-brainer that every single player should have Aubameyang in their fantasy football side. It's 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 nailed on. Twelve million. Yeah, the one and only time I will say Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is the John Lundstrom of this season. He yes. is essential. He is that was genuinely. I nearly fell off my chair whilst camping with friends last weekend, and they said, "You know, Aubameyang's a midfielder on fantasy." Like, what? He has to be in there. Um, we're going to get onto this more central point in due course about how arguably midfield is the most important area of the pitch and where you should be spending the majority of your money. Um, but the list of players I have of like essentials alongside Aubameyang, aside from like Trent, I think you have to have Trent Alexander-Arnold in your team almost just to counter the fact that everyone's going to have him in. Um, you're shaking your head. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. But mine is just stacked with really expensive but really good midfielders. For example, Bruno Fernandes, who I thought was was wonderful last season and is going to do more big things for me this season. Yeah, I see. I went with Bruno Fernandes straight away, but then there is this interesting nugget now where um, because of their their participation in European football, yes, that Manchester United and Man City both uh, don't have games this this opening weekend. Um, so it's like, I don't know, to me, I think, because I think Bruno Fernandes is 10 and a half million. So to justify that outlay on somebody that's not going to play in that first week, that's that's another pickle all in itself, I think. And well, the same the, what I, my plan for that is to just allocate someone for one week who's around a similar price and then go, right, you're straight out unless you do something amazing in the first game week. Yeah, yeah. But but then what happens if you pick a few Man City players? And that's the same thing where you're going to make two or three transfers after the first week, Wilborn. This is why you end up playing your wild card. This is why we all end up playing our wild yeah. cards after a fortnight because we're knackered. Um, but no, I, I think, yeah, I think Bruno Fernandes is going to, well, he, he's shown that he just, he took to the Premier League like a duck to water, um, was just involved in anything positive that Manchester United did for the second half of the season. Um, well, I guess the, the second and third thirds of the season because mm-hmm. of how it's broke up. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think he's a great one to throw in there. I think Raheem Sterling is a great one to throw in there. With with someone like Trent, though, I think, I mean, he gets a lot of points, but I don't know if I want to be splashing out 7 million on defenders. Mm. Um, I think him and Robertson are both 7 million, um, which obviously they're, they're that price because they, they've, they're proven. But I don't know. Uh, to me, like, I know we'll get to this shortly about how midfield may be key this year. I thought last year, I thought uh, defence was key, and especially because of Sheffield United, because they mm. were so impressed with the back and they were all really cheap if you got on that bandwagon early enough to bring in a, a, well, a John Lundstrom or a, a Egan or Connell or who, whoever. Um, they, they were all getting points. Dean Henderson in goal as well, obviously. Um, whereas now, I don't know, I, maybe I'm a bit stingy, but I like to always just look at like, or you kind of have that game with, you, with yourself of like, yeah, but if I pick up this bargain that nobody else picks up on, yeah. but it doesn't always work out like that and you have some guy who never plays football. Yeah, but... Um, I always like to go a bit, I don't know, just skim it rather than splashing seven million on a defender. Um, I always think it's better to go kind of slowly, slowly, especially if you're going to spunk all your money this season on a lot of midfielders, uh, high, high uh, value midfielders. So I'd, I'd maybe advise going against, which sounds crazy, um, I'd maybe advise going against uh, Trent or, or Andy Robertson just for that fact of save your money for the midfield. 
Uh, I put Aguero down, but we can sort of discount talking about him for this week at least because I, he's one of the players I always have in my fantasy side because he's just so consistent uh, when he's not injured. Uh, but obviously, first game week. Let's let's not talk about that. Let's talk instead about Chelsea players because spoiled for choice. Havertz, Pulisic, if he's uh, fit for for the game. Uh, I think it's Brighton. I think they've got possibly yeah, over yeah, the weekend. Uh, Timo Werner, of course. Any of them caught your eye? Um, Timo Werner, I noticed is he's the when you look on on the because this is the course of through the Premier League fantasy football uh, we're talking about mm-hmm. their website. When you look at the percentage of teams that have players, Timo Werner's the most picked striker right now in the whole <laughs> of the game. So I don't have him um, because my my forward line at the moment is yeah it's. There's not much going on, should we say? Um, I, I, well, as in, like, I don't know. I just went hard on this midfield. I did make yeah. a little while we were waiting to set this up. I made a change and brought in Harry Kane, but before that, it was Eddie Nketiah, Rodrigo, and somebody else for five and a half million. So yeah, I, I jiggled it around. So I've got Harry Kane as a striker. Um, but yeah, with Chelsea, the the one that I instantly put in straight away, just because I've got a soft spot for him massively, was Hakim Ziyech in midfield. But I don't know. Part of me, uh, I, at the moment, I have no Chelsea players in my team. And, and I'm kind of holding off just to see what... I think Timo Werner is obviously going to start um, every single game. And I'd imagine Ziyech will as well. But you, I, I think just because there's so many new faces at Chelsea and there's yeah. such a big squad um, and players that came through last season and got a chance, like a Mason Mount um, and Reese James, who, who stepped up to the mark, Tammy Abraham. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Frank Lampard lines up that Chelsea team. So I'd... Uh, the, the fixtures that that the fixtures Brighton's tending, but I know they do have Liverpool the second game Chelsea. So I'm mm. um, I'm maybe holding off a little bit on on Chelsea right now. But yeah, Timo Werner, I think to me he he seems guaranteed to score goals uh, mm. and a lot of them. But then we've said that before with players. I'm just thinking of Matteo Kesman coming to mind. A uh, blast from the past with Chelsea. Um, Andrei Shevchenko, obviously a bit more of a big name um, for, um, example of that, where everybody expected Sheva to score a whole load of goals yeah. for Chelsea. They spent a lot of money on him and it didn't quite happen. So maybe Werner has that. I don't think he will, but oh, so many uh, so many variables to take into mind, Will Bond. Like you say, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to play my wild card three game weeks <laughs> in. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You uh, you rolled your eyes when I said uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. So let's move on to players that you definitely feel that people should avoid for, if not the first game week, arguably the entire season. Yeah, I'm not saying to avoid Trent because he's guaranteed points. I just yeah. think it's that risk and reward of, OK, he's guaranteed points, but that's how he's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, but in terms of plays to avoid, and this, I'm going to... I don't know, I feel angry at myself for even saying it. And it goes against what you just said, because likewise, I've had him in my team 
every single week for as many seasons as I can remember. I'm going to say Sergio Aguero. Um, purely because I, I, it's a tricky one with Pep uh, in general because yes. with Manchester City players, there's only maybe, when everybody's fit, there's maybe, I don't know, maybe two players that you could say are nailed on to start. Um, I'd say Kevin De Bruyne, uh, maybe three actually, Fernandinho, uh, and then Amaric Laporte if he's fit, and obviously the, the goalkeeper Edison. But other than that, there's... We've seen it before. Everybody's been burned by Pep Guardiola and his mm. rotation system because they've just got so many great players. And I think with the way Gabriel Jesus finished the season, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to get a, a bit more game time. Um, and obviously that will come at the expense of Sergio Aguero. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and again, when I was looking at the most picked players, Aguero's really far down on the list of strikers. So I think a lot of people might be having a, mm. that, that similar thought process. So, as bizarre as it says, as it sounds to say, I think maybe avoid Aguero for, for now. I, I don't think it's bizarre, and I, I, I'm going to probably piss a lot of people off. It's madness that we are sat here and we have done previously saying, "Well, looks like Man City are favourites for the title," and I'm going to tell you, don't pick another one of their players in your team. That being Edison, not 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 uh, you know uh, against him as a footballer, I think. There are far better buys to make in between the sticks because, yes, you're almost guaranteed. Well, you were until probably last season, regular clean sheets with him. But he's what, six million, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Not for me, not for for, for the amount of points he'll get you for the revenue you'll spend. And and I'm very much a person who's who's always point three pounds or points or whatever it's called you know whatever you spend on play away from being able to buy the right player and I always sit there and go well if I'd have to make three changes and cost myself more points and what have you I just think there's there's far better keepers for 4.5 5 million that yes may not necessarily guarantee you uh clean sheets week in and week out but with the whole saves bonus and you know at the end of the day Man City last season can you know conceded far too many goals and if you've got him in there unless there's a big game against someone like a Liverpool if he concedes he's probably not going to get the saves bonus so yeah yeah I, I'm always averse to, to putting sort of top top goalkeepers or really expensive top goalkeepers I should say uh, in between the sticks which is why I'm you know considering your Nick Pope's or Alex McCarthy's even potentially for this yes. season because Yes, they aren't going to get as many clean sheets, but they're also probably still going to score you more points. What do you reckon? Oh, I, I agree 100% there, mate. Um, to me, I, I like to have a busy goalkeeper um, rather than uh, mm. the one that's nailed. Because it is. like Edison's going to get lots of clean sheets. Allison's going to get lots of clean sheets. Um, and you can look at all the top goalkeepers, but I, I, I'd rather take that chance, spend less money and have something that's going to make their points up in, in save bonuses um, to, to me. One question I was going to ask you, actually, any any other players you think you should avoid very quickly? Um, I, I did make some lists here, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. I've just put, and I, again, I can't believe I've wrote this down or typed this down. Is avoid Aguero and Jesus, um, and it's like <laughs> they're, they're both great, but yeah, I just think it's to invest the sort of money in in Sergio Aguero. I think he's maybe eight and a half million um, the last time I looked. I just think that's. When the, the emphasis is so much for me on throwing money into midfield, I, I think that eight and a half million for somebody that is going to play, I don't know, two in three, two in four games, just because you never know with Pep. It's it's a, a tricky one with anybody in that, that attacking third, I think, like wh- whether it's Bernardo Silva, Raheem Sterling even. It's, yeah. 
I, I have got Sterling, and I think he's worth going hard mm. for. But there's going to be those games where you get disappointed when you look at the team sheet and think, ah, oh, Sterling's on the bench. Myself. I've had my fingers burn with that far, far too many times. I like the fact as well that of the four players we are advising people to avoid, all of them are in the top two sides because my final pick is Roberto Firmino. Um, I, I love him. I love his teeth. Um, and he's an integral <laughs> He's an integral part of Liverpool's attack. But in terms, in terms of points returns, there are far, far better things you can do. Um, you know, he's never been the sort of 30 goals a season for Liverpool, but he has also been, like I say, such an essential part of that front line. But, uh, you know, he's he's one of those players, and I've, I have him in my team almost every season, that he's crucially involved in the build-up to a goal, but doesn't score it and doesn't make the pass to, to, to set it up. And therefore, I'm congratulating him. And he might get acknowledged, maybe, hopefully, somehow with a bonus. But in, in the cold, hard light of day, he doesn't, he doesn't do it in terms of a fantasy point standard for yep. me. Very quickly, your strategy on fantasy football. do you? Because I've always very much been the person who picks an 11 and then fills the bench with, you know, players who've already been sold, for example, to the Bundesliga. What, what do you do with your strategy there? Do you have players on the bench that you can rotate or do you just go, right, I'm going to spend, you know, 80 million on my outfield 11 and then just sort of cobble together who I can from youth players and stuff to sit on the bench? Yeah, I had a nightmare last season. Uh, to me and some mates did the draft version of fantasy mm. football and I completely forgot about draft night. So it automatically picked for me and I had Romelu Lukaku who was about to depart for Inter Milan. I had Alexis Sanchez who just isn't, wasn't playing football. I just had this team of like, ah, oh, sh- yeah, I should have paid more attention there. But no, my, my normal uh, strategy is... I don't know. I like to have a big family. Uh, I like to think of every every person's important. Um, obviously, you flesh out with bargains. And like I was saying, I I kind of I, I tend to go for a lot of lower price players. Um, and then obviously you can afford your big superstars. But I, I don't know. To me, it's key that I've got what fifteen players that mm-hmm. all play regularly. Um, and that's why sometimes I get put off like a Manchester City or Liverpool mm-hmm. because it, just squad rotation. I'd rather go with those maybe. Um, big fish in a small pond, but who are going to play every single week. Um, I think that's why people like to go for Burnley defenders or last season Sheffield United defenders or Jamie Vardy's always appealing because you know he's going to start every week mm. and the same with Harry Kane. But no, to me, I like to know that everybody is going to get, a, everybody's in with a shout of getting a game so that as and when you can change things. And, and with the goalkeepers as well, I like to have two goalkeepers that play. I don't reckon I've ever scored more than five points as a result of playing my bench boost chip. So maybe I'll change that this season. <laughs> uh, you talked about relying on defence last season. I, I, I'm i a listener to the uh, excellent triple captain pod with uh, Rich Wolford and uh, Luke Jurdy and producer Ben, um, who advised uh, on that for last season. For this season, is it all about midfield and, and what formation are you using to accommodate that? Um, at the moment, I well, yes, it is all about midfield for me, <laughs> and as such, my formation, I've I've definitely got five in midfield that I'm planning to start uh, every game with, um, and then yeah, it's it's almost like the the weak point of a team is is kind of the strikers, I think, where I'm planning to at the moment is to have a five in midfield at all times. Uh, which is why I've gone hard on my midfield um, with with Raheem Sterling, uh, Obama Young, um, uh, uh, 
Bernardo Silver at the moment because I couldn't afford KDB. But it's you go with some big hitters in midfield. Mm. I think this this season, um, and it's, there are there's still some bargains out there in midfield. And for me, I've gone like I said, but what in the in the build up to recording this, um, I had a bit of a like ah uh, panic and put Harry Kane in. But before that, it was it was three uh, six million strikers. Well, one was five and a half. But I jiggle things around. Um, and yeah, I do have Harry Kane. But I think that yeah, for me, I'd be going cheap on the strikers because you look out there and. I don't know. There's, there's no, there isn't none. Uh, but there's very few kind of premium strikers that you should be thinking. Oh my god, I really need that player. Is Rashford a midfielder as well? He is. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Martial's been uh, reclassified. So midfield. For sorry, you could have a midfield of Son, Alabama, Yang, and Rashford. Yeah. Um. And and Sterling, who's been playing. <laughs> up, yeah. Uh, and who else was there? Oh, Mason Greenwood as well is a midfielder for yes. seven and a half million. Oh, so it's and throwing Bruno Fernandez while you're at it or De Bruyne. It's this is what I mean. I think go hard on the midfield and then um, there, there are there's some really good cheap options up front just to fill up the numbers and and to to have players that are available if, if it's if it works better on certain game weeks. But yeah, you look at like the the top level strikers where normally everybody would be going. Oh my god, I need to I, I need to get um, Aubameyang up front or I need to get Aguero. And like I said, I I don't I'm not in any rush to to go hard on Sergio Aguero this season. But other than that, there, I mean, there is Harry Kane, there is Jamie Vardy, um, Raul him, there's Danny Ings, um, obviously Aguero is there, Gabriel Jesus. So that there are strikers who um, who are worth investing in. But I just, I think to me, I'd lean more towards having just one main striker mm. um, who you maybe spend a bit of money on. And then the rest, I'd just invest as much money as possible in midfield, which almost sounds like I'm giving financial advice, which you <laughs> not take financial advice from me. No, do not take financial uh, advice from me, maybe. Even. Not to put words in your mouth, but is, are you looking at anyone other than Aubameyang as captain for game week one? Oh, well, not even just game Fulham. week one with him, because they've yeah. they've got Aubameyang, they've got Fulham away at Arsenal, then they've got West Ham at home, and then they've got Sheffield United at home. And as a midfielder as well, it's just, to me, I think... It's hard to look past Aubameyang. I mean, Sadio Mane, I'm I, a huge fan of him. Uh, he's, I thought he was Liverpool's star player last year. Um, mm. And maybe he doesn't quite get... He gets a lot of love, but I think maybe he should be getting more love. Um, so he's an option. Lee, uh, Liverpool start at home against Leeds, of course. And then Harry Kane is... Uh, I mentioned him just then, but Harry Kane, Spurs playing Everton at home. And while Everton, Carl Ancelotti, as of this recording, has brought in three fantastic additions in the field in James Rodriguez, uh, Alan, and, and uh, Abdullah Decore from Watford, you still think that even if Everton look good going forward, you fancy them to concede um, <laughs> a good few amount of goals. And Harry Kane's record, I looked into this, in his last five games against Everton, he scored eight goals. And so, it's, not, it's, it's August he's crapping, isn't it? So we're all... Exactly, all yeah, that's, that's it. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, yeah we're in September. So, you know, um, I, I think... Um, to me, it comes down to Aubameyang or Harry Kane. And mm. I'd gone, again, I'd kind of gone hard on Aubameyang as captain and that was it. He was going to win everything for me and it was going to be a wonderful relationship. Um, but don't know, again, in the prep to this, it's like, eh, Harry Kane, it is Everton who, I do have a soft spot for Everton, but they're, they're so, uh, they can be so ropey at the back and it is a, the what, what do they call the, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which I can't get used <laughs> to calling it that. Uh, and it is, I, I said that five, um, yeah, the last five games, Harry Kane's got eight goals against Everton. So maybe Harry Kane. Finally, I have a terrible track record of this every season, but who is your big fantasy football gamble for the season? Who is the player that you're going to sort of put all your hopes on and hope that everyone else hasn't really noticed? I've mentioned him once before, I think, already on this. Um, and to me, Eddie Nketiah uh, at Arsenal. 
because I looked into it again with that, and I think he started of the games he was available. I think he started nine of the last thirteen or twelve games for Arsenal. Um, he's only six million, and like I said, it, it's I don't see that many strikers. That uh, to me, I'm not going hard on on three really expensive top level strikers. So I think Eddie Nketiah for six million. We've seen that that, that Mikel Arteta has, has played Aubameyang on the left a lot, and Nketiah has been starting down the middle. Um, Alexander Lacazette seems to be halfway out the exit door at the Emirates. So I, I think Nketiah is going to get a chance. Um, he's going to get game time, and I think for mm. six million, if it clicks, I think he could be a real steal. Um, and I don't know another one, maybe Rodrigo at Leeds again, six million. I just think. Yeah. That, but again, that's that, there's so many variables at play uh, with that one because who knows how well he's going to adapt to the Premier League? Mm. Who knows how well Leeds are going to do? But for six million in terms of fleshing out your squad, not to shout. Um, and I, it, if you're taking a punt on somebody, I think I'd like to see him do well. Um, but I think if he goes on loan, uh, Michi, Michi Bashwai could be worth a, a go at six million. Um, and same with Rian Brewster because I think Rian Brewster. Yeah. Was what? Yeah, uh, where is it? I wrote it down. So four and a half million, but it, and he's been told about as going on loan to maybe a Crystal Palace or somebody, mm-hmm. and that that could be a, a good deal. And maybe God love him, it's so entertaining to watch. Alan Saint Maximin's only five and a half million still. I if you're looking so, to yeah. make up numbers in your midfield and, and uh, cheap options, he was one of the names I was considering. I thought about Patrick Bamford. I thought about is it Pereira West Brom? Oh, West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Got a. a a shed load of a shed load of assists last season. Yeah, uh, in, exactly. In but if you're gonna do a gamble, you've got to go with your heart. And I'm so excited to have him in the Premier League. It's got to be James Rodriguez. I I'm so excited to see him in the Premier League. I hope he. I, it's completely wishful thinking this, but if we can't do it now, then when can we? Um, I hope that Carlo Ancelotti can help him rediscover the the form that made him one of the world's most talked about players back in what 2014 or whatever it was um and Everton's run of games to start with aren't too bad the first sort of six games um there's may I think they're playing they're playing one of the top six somewhere in there but but for the uh, most Spurs, Spurs the first game yes exactly that, yeah. following that I think uh I think they could kick on, uh, although the Everton fan that I know is very pessimistic around it all. But um, they tend to be. They tend to be. Bless him. Yeah. I, I, I am in a little WhatsApp group with a load of Everton fans, uh, of my mates, and yeah, they're, they're always, even when they've made signings, it's like just this, this one in particular. God bless him. Love mm. you, Tim. Um, oh, a, a quick, I think Alioski at Leeds as well. If you're looking for cheap defenders, four and a half million, mm. just in terms of numbers, there could be a good bit of business because. Not well until last season, he was playing as a left winger. And I just think, in terms of sheer numbers, and for those low level prices of 4.5 million, I think mm. Alioski could be um, worth putting into your squad. But it's, it's exciting. Exactly. I'm so excited for this, the Premier League to be return on Saturday. Let us know your picks, your gambles, your captains, the players you are going to avoid in the comments section below. Uh, don't forget, in the description, there should be a link to the What Culture Football Fans League, which we'll all be in, and you can try and compete against us and just, well, show us up, basically. Embarrass uh, us, yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Football, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily football podcasts. Uh, continue the conversation on Twitter at What Culture FC, where you can find both of us. Andrew, where can people get you? You can get me at Culture Left Peg. And you can follow me at Adam Wilborn from ePanicking. Uh, 
11.15 on Saturday morning and trying to change my entire squad. Uh, as I said, follow us all at What Culture FC. But this has been Fantasy Football Tips for the whole season and sort of game week one. We'll hopefully try and make this a regular thing, depending on how I do over the weekend. Right, my thanks to Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 